Funny how. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. Dingo Talk is on the alumni tour once again. This week's guest is Johnny Falcone, class of 2010. He's the Senior Assistant Director of Enrollment, and he's directly the Recruitment Coordinator. Uh, the other reason you want to stick out, stick around and watch this one, it's a good, it's a, he has a very interesting story of how he got to Bethany the first time, how he got back to Bethany the second time. And at the end of all of this, you're going to have a brand new giveaway. So you're going to want to stay tuned. Uh, but other than that, enjoy, Chuckleheads. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. We're back on the Dingo Talk alumni tour. My guest today is class of 2010, Johnny Falcone, uh, the now senior assistant director of enrollment, specifically the recruitment coordinator, correct? Yes. Yep. So, first off, thank you. I don't have tea today. No, that's tea. okay. But we have water. Um, we're going to start with, as we do with every show, I'm going to start with, well, I'm going to let you talk about high school, senior year, how you went, how recruitment went for you, mm -hmm. or how your selection process went through your journey through school, professionally, and then we'll turn on to part two, which will be all about me. Okay. So let's start. Farrell Area High School. Yep. It, or Farrell Area School District. Yep. Yep. Farrell Area High School, um, which is in Mercer County up in Pennsylvania, borders the Youngstown, Ohio area around mm -hmm. the border there. So uh, graduated there in 2005. Um, really wasn't interested in playing football in college. Um, I was looking at three different schools. I looked at Youngstown State, Akron, and Edinburgh. And I wanted to go into criminal justice um, and just be a student at a regular school. Mm -hmm. So I went to Youngstown State, stay involved in intramurals, and then actually as my uh, second semester was going, what happened was I flunked my math midterm. And then I happened to be walking back very upset from the class and I seen track practice going on for the track team. So um, I was like, man, I really miss playing football and running track. You know, maybe I want to give this a shot. So, you know, at the time I wasn't really working out, wasn't really mm -hmm. doing anything besides being a regular college student. And I started looking at some different colleges. I looked at Ohio Northern online and I then looked at Bethany because a buddy of mine from Farrell was getting recruited here. So I just happened to look it up and came across Coach Upton's email and phone number and I reached out to him and he got back to me the next day and I said hi coach you know I'm potentially interested in coming to Bethany as a transfer student um, and then about a week later uh, my dad brought me down so being a city guy being from Farrell and being at Youngstown State's kind of the polar opposite of being here you know I'm used to being around a lot of things so I came here I remember driving in we're like where where are we at <laughs> like where are we at like what is this road ever going to end and you know we came here and I met Coach Upton at the time, Coach Weaver, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I got to meet a few different people. And I was like, you know what, Dad, I think I want to give this a shot. You know, I don't know I'm going to make it, but I want to give it a shot because I don't want to look back and say what if or have regrets. Mm -hmm. um, so I started to get my transfer paperwork in the process and I started working out at Youngstown State in their rec center. And let me tell you what, when you're a regular college student, uh, for you know over a semester and a half and you're trying to come back and play football it's um it's pretty hard especially when you're not super talented I wasn't very talented so I used to listen to the Rocky soundtrack get myself <laughs> up, um, go down to the track and run and lift um, and then you know at that summer uh, get a little bit more involved with the school they sent us the workouts and everything yeah. and then um, you know then here I came to Bethany as a as a transfer student um, basically as a 
as a walk-on um, that really no one ever thought I was going to uh, to do as a player or make it as a you know student athlete here, being a far from home and being out of the city. So mm -hmm. it was um, it was adventurous, and I remember after the first day of camp. You know, Coach Weaver is a brand new coach, and they were coming off three consecutive one and nine seasons at that time. And we had some decent players that came in, um, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm really out of my element here." And I remember calling my dad, uh, pretty upset, and I said, "I want to come home." And he said, "You can't give up." He said, "You can't give up." Mm -hmm. So I stuck it out, and you know, fast forward four years later, running or playing football and running indoor and outdoor track, I was very very proud of it because. Every time stuff got hard, I thought about all the people at home laughing at me, saying, you know, you can't make it, you'll never be able to do it, and I did it. Yeah. I did it. So I was really proud of myself. It's probably the proudest thing I've ever done in my life. So let's, let's backtrack. You got, a, you got ahead of yourself there. You got yeah. four years all in. Um, your decision to transfer. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that process a little bit, because I mean, there, there's, there might be somebody out there watching. Right. right. They're thinking about picking back up and saying, I've got an opportunity, whether it be baseball, football, basketball, what's the transfer process like, or what was the transfer process like for you? What would you, what would advice would you give? Yeah, I would say if you're really truly interested in pursuing your goal of playing college sports, um, do your research on different schools and make sure your um, classes are in order at the school you're currently at, because you want to come in as a full-time student yeah. with those credits. I took 25 sorry, 28 credits, 25 transferred in. So that definitely helped me during that time. Um, at that time, I needed my application and in my college transcript and a, a statement of good standing from the college at Youngstown State. And then even now, if you're gonna do it, you still need your application, your statement of good standing, your final transcript mm -hmm. and things like that. So that process is really streamlined, pretty easy for transfer students. Um, but I would definitely you know, recommend, if you wanna do it, definitely get it in order. Now, you went the criminal justice route yeah. at Youngstown State. State. Yep. When you got here, you become a sports management major. Right. Why the change? Um, you know what? We didn't have criminal justice here at that time, um, not even as a minor, and I really wasn't interested in political science. So I thought sports management seemed interesting. Um, I guess being naive and 19 years old, I thought, oh, sports management, this could be easy. Um, and then not realizing it was one of the hardest majors in the college, especially mm -hmm. at that time. Um, in 2006 when I came, we were required to take like kinesiology, physiology, anatomy on top of the business oh, courses yeah. and then the facility courses. So um, it was a very, very eventful major, but it was very much well worth it, especially anybody who's interested in that major because you can do so much out of it later on. Now you, right out of college in 10, you end up at Lisbon. Yep, Let's, substitute teacher and substitute coach teacher, yeah, substitute everything. teacher, um, head JV coach, uh, wide receivers, quarterback, and linebackers coach, um, and then I also was the sprinters coach and jumpers coach um, in track and field. So it was a really great experience. But I was driving from Sharon, where I lived, to Lisbon. It was 50 minutes one way. So, and I was, you know, only substituting a few days a week there, and I substituted at Latonia High School um, as well near that. So, you know, it was kind of hard you know, making money and doing mm -hmm. that. Um, but I really enjoyed my time there. It was just, just too far of a ride, 50 minutes. One way, one way. that's minutes. a long, that's a long ride yeah, home. That's right. a long ride in the work. And it made some long days, especially during camp that year, we practiced from two to eight. Oof. So, so that's a nine, nine thirty, ten o'clock. Right. Night. So I was going to bed at 10 o'clock every night um, and getting up and trying to get a few hours of working with my dad and then leaving there. So 
that became a struggle, uh, really coming out of college finances. I just bought a car for myself and had my cell phone payment and all that stuff. So that was eventful. I really loved Lisbon. It was a great experience. Um, really allowed me to grow as a coach, but it was just too far and not enough money. So in between, well, I guess after that, the next year you end up at, and I think I said this right, Lowellville. Lowellville High School, right? Yep, right and, out by Youngstown. And during that time, you also decide that you're going to go and get your master's as well. Correct. So when I got to Lowellville, um, when I was finishing up at Lisbon, I wrote a letter to about 70 coaches in the entire Western PA and Eastern Ohio area. And uh, Jeff, who just got hired at Lowellville, who's a, one of my best friends now, um, called me and said, you know, we'd like for you to come interview, uh, so forth and such. So, you know, I went, I interviewed, I became the receivers coach and DBs coach. Um, and then I also was the head JV coach. So I started with that and then I became a substitute teacher. And then I also became the junior high and varsity throwing coach for a few years after that. And then I also, uh, became the associate athletic director during that time. Ooh. So, um, and I like later, sports management, that yeah, sports sports management, management really came in was handy. really good for me. Um, <laughs> you know, so I did that, and then I decided to pursue my master's degree in um, athletic administration. I was looking at getting maybe a second bachelor's, maybe getting certified to teach, but it was the same amount of time, and I would have had to resign from my position mm -hmm. to to go back to school during the day. So I decided I'll do my master's degree online in athletic administration, which was a master's of science from OU, and that was a. I mean, that was a good, that was a good thing. Um, it just created some really, really long days doing your masters at night, coaching, weightlifting, maybe, you know, working in the maybe subbing, subbing, right. and then that grew into an educational aid. So I took care of truancy and attendance and ran the cafeteria. So um, it it just became some long days. Well worth it, but it became some long days, and it was just very stressful. I'm 186 pounds now. At that time. I was in like the 160 range and I got so stressed out I dropped about 150. Oof. So it was a lot of pop, a lot of caffeine and a <laughs> lot of skipping meals. But it was it was a great, great experience to become an athletic director in your late 20s. Um, oh yeah. Assistant head football coach during that time, head JV coach, became a defensive coordinator uh, and also then became the head track coach for a year as well. So it was just a lot of great experience because a lot of people don't even get to experience that by 40 or 50. No, they're still kind they're of still growing. That. Right. I was able to accomplish all that really by 29 years old. So it was a, it was a great, great experience for me. So 14, you get your master's. 15 is your last year at Lowellville. Mm -hmm. yep. And then you move. There was a year off there. You were at the Dicks, I believe. I, yep. I, so I had, um, unfortunately, a disagreement with our administration about the way the program was going to go. After um, our last season and Jeff resigned, uh, we were 2-8, and eight and I was already the head track and field coach, and um, I wanted to move into the football coach, uh, you know, potentially an interview. Mm -hmm. And they were going to hire somebody else which I understood and that was the falling out right there. Um, so I just left, I resigned. Um, I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And maybe should I have handled it better? Yeah, maybe I should have handled it a little bit better, but you know, I left, I wasn't involved in sports. I picked up a job working at Dick's Sporting Goods and working with my dad's painting company, Falcone Brothers Painting. We were getting there, it's uh, yeah. down here on the next level. So, <laughs> so I worked with them for a while. And then that winter I interviewed for three head coaching positions. I interviewed at Albert Gallatin in Uniontown, PA. Um, I interviewed at Champion High School outside of Warren, Ohio, and then I interviewed for Lakeview PA, which is in my hometown of Mercer County. So, um, you know, Lakeview, 
um, job I interviewed in early April. The day before that, I drove out to actually Toledo to a school out there and interviewed for a position coach. I'm trying to continue <laughs> coaching. Yeah. Um, and then the Lakeview job I interviewed on a Tuesday and was offered the job on a Wednesday afternoon the next day. So that was uh, that was really, really exciting um, to be a head coach by 29 years old. Well, so you get to do that for a year, it's a, almost two years, right? Yep, I did two seasons in a year and a half. Um, you know, unfortunately, you can be all raw, raw you want and try to scheme it up all you want. But unfortunately, it sometimes it came down to the players and who you played. And um, I don't regret taking a head coaching job, but it was a very uh, stressful two seasons. Um, mm -hmm. We won our first game 24-22 on the hottest Saturday afternoon ever, ever. I've ever been a part of <laughs> college football or high school football. And then we proceeded to lose, unfortunately, um, our next 18 games in a row and 13 of those were by mercy rule. Cool. So um, it was pretty stressful. Um, we were competitive in a couple other games and we were proud of that. We were just vastly outnumbered and it didn't matter how you scheme it up. Yeah. It didn't matter how you scheme it up. You know, if you just don't have it, you don't have it. Um, so, you know, it came to a point when that Second year was coming around that I actually got hospitalized in the summer with uh, an inflamed back, um, had, to, had to take like a day off of work from that. And then starting at the end of week two, I uh, got sick and I was actually in the hospital three times in a seven day span. Um, so the stress of the job it was, just really, it was, it was really killing me. And then I had um, a reaction to the medicine I was on with my liver. Um, so well, it was, it was, one after, the it was other just one after another. Um, and then I, I knew as the season was winding on, it was just time to move on. Um, I, I loved coaching, but the stress was physically killing me and I wasn't making a lot of money and I was working multiple jobs from being the in-school suspension teacher to junior high track to football to being the painter there in the summer and then also working with my dad and I didn't work so hard with school my whole life to only make you know a little over twenty thousand dollars mm -hmm. doing all that and it was really coming down to a health decision and a financial decision more than anything so let's talk more about this uh the Falconing Brothers painting, <laughs> 2000 to the present. So you yes. still in the summertime? Yes, yep. still. still in the summertime. I go home on the weekends, uh, work with my dad, um, or when I take my vacation days from work, I'll go home and work with my dad. Um, since this is my first fall with no football in 20 years um, from playing and coaching, that I'm still going back mm -hmm. and helping him. So, um, you know, I enjoy learning the trade. Um, I've enjoyed being a painter and a carpenter and doing some roofing and the other stuff that we do. So it's a, it's a good time. It's a nice thing to fall back onto. It's uh, just a nice um, decompressor from the everyday, you know, world and stress of jobs. Now, is that something even in your like in spare time that you enjoy the carpentry side? Do you enjoy doing, um, doing yeah. different things with like benches and tables? Yeah, and I don't, I don't mind it um, so much. I'm not going to really do it just to do it, but I enjoy doing it with my dad because um, my grandpa was a master carpenter and my dad learned the painting trade growing up and then also learned all the carpentry skills mm -hmm. from my grandpa. So I don't really do too much with it. He's very knowledgeable and I just I like to think even though I'm 34, I'm still his kind of his apprentice and learning because um, there's always a lot to learn in that mm -hmm. uh, trade. So, you know, but I enjoy doing it, you know, doing it since I was, you know, 13 years old with him. So it's, it's been fun. So we, we get to the, I gotta, I gotta do some kind of cliffhanger on this. So, okay. 17, you leave Lakeview, mm -hmm. November of 17, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
what's the difference between Lakeview and Bethany? How long is the is the the time off? So I actually interviewed for the Bethany job when it was the middle of the or towards the end of the season. Okay. Um, because I knew I needed to make a change. Um, and then as soon as the season was over, um, we actually played our tenth game at Crestview, Ohio, and um, the game was over, and I'm like. Okay, you know, I'm closing another chapter. Well, the chapter wasn't quite done yet because the bus broke down on the way home. So we had to wait three, three hours for the bus to come from Greenville, PA, to pick us up. And we got back. And I remember we pulled in at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, wow, okay. This That's is a sign. Cool. That's this, a good sign. This is, this is you know, finally um, over. But I gave the school notice about a month ahead of time and said, I'm going to take another job here uh, after Thanksgiving. I'm going to be moving to um, Steubenville and going to work at Bethany. Well, I think that's a good pool. We're no cliffhanger. We just, we'll just go into, uh, so that's the end of part one. Okay. We, we kind of blew through that. I, I thought there was going to be, I like the, I mean, it was good. It's good stories. And, and I enjoy getting to know people from that time because it's different. You got right. a lot of people, and especially in what your role is now, right. that is going to be completely useful in your transfers and all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. I do have to kick it to an alumni. His name's KJ, Kieran Dunn. He just started, uh, there should be a video up this week on Maple Shades Outdoors, both in the YouTube section and uh, on Instagram. But uh, Maple Shades Outdoors, check it out. So, uh, he's a football alumni as well. Definitely. Um, but go ahead, KJ, take it away. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page. Enjoy some videos and some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to you all later.